0: Welcome to Ain't No Such Thing, where we tell original southern horror stories and we talk about legends that you may have heard of. My name is Amanda, I'm joined by Kevin Laporte.
1: Hey everybody.
0: And we've got a special thing to talk to you about this evening.
1: Yeah, we're venturing back into the world of cryptids.
0: We're, we're going next door to Florida.
1: Not far from us, and full of weird creatures and weirder people, so will be an interesting discussion to talk about uh, one of Florida's more famous denizens or myths or whatever you think of these things.
0: Well, we're going to talk about the Florida skunk ape, Bigfoot of the South.
1: One of the Bigfoot creatures of the South. We talked a little bit in our last legend cast about the Alabama white thing, which I don't know if that qualifies as a Bigfoot or or (laughs) if it qualifies as anything, really. It was just... A bunch of miscellaneous stories about different things that people lumped together in one category and called it the white thing. But there are Bigfoot sightings throughout the South. The Sasquatch is normally thought of as a Northwestern creature.
0: I don't know. He seems kind of built for the Pacific Northwest. You know, hairy and warm.
1: Yeah, that's not going to f- work well down here where today, for example, we had a 110 degree Fahrenheit heat index.
0: A hell with this day.
1: The swamp ape, white thing, Sasquatch, Yeti, whatever. They're going to have heat stroke walking around down here covered in hair.
0: I know I would and I'm pretty hairless. <laughs> so, what exactly is a skunk ape?
1: The descriptions are surprisingly consistent when you compare them to other sorts of phenomena like this that we come across in our Ain't No Such Thing research. It's basically a Bigfoot. That's how <laughs> it's described as being a Bigfoot. like you mentioned, seven feet tall, 300 plus pounds, broad chest.
0: But what sets it apart is it stinks. It smells foul.
1: Yeah, it was pretty funny to read the accounts because You hear anything from smells like skunk spray, thus the name. (laughs) But most often, people say it smells like a wet dog Uh or, and get this, a really wet dog. (laughs) 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 That was my favorite description. It doesn't just smell like a wet dog because we all know what a a wet dog smells like. It does not smell good. It smells like a A really really wet wet dog. dog. (laughs) That's how you know if it's a skunk ape.
0: So, there's no chance this is just a big old dog jumping around in the Everglades. I I
1: think there's a chance it could be anything. I think there's some explanation for it. It's a surprisingly widespread phenomenon, surprisingly well-known, surprisingly (laughs) well-documented.
0: But isn't it basically um, one small group of people doing all the documentation? (laughs)
1: Well, doing the reporting of the documentation, but a lot of people know about it. I think one of the interesting things to me was looking at just like a basic Google search on the term skunk ape, and you come across a ton of YouTube hits. Songs, movies, stories, quote unquote documentaries, There's a lot out there about the Skunk Ape. I was surprised how many songs there are about the Skunk Ape.
0: How are there that many songs? All these weird, like, there's a lot of hip-hop. There's some, like, gunfighter-style ballads about the damn Skunk Ape. Um, There was that vocalizing we were just listening to. Well, there's a lot of uh,
1: trailer park troubadours Mm -hmm. that romanticize the idea of the Skunk Ape.
0: You remember that time we saw... Gator Country open for David Lee Raw. That's kinda what a lot of that music sounds like to me.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a lot of people that don't know how to play guitar, are playing acoustic guitar and trying to make words rhyme with skunk and ape.
0: Oh god. The one about uh find and stink and all that
1: <laughs> and yes, you know, there's lots of ways to rhyme with stink and stench and stank, stunk. Just go right down that rabbit hole
0: I'm glad I haven't found an earworm yet Because I don't want these songs stuck in my head In the pre-dawn hours If you find yourself anywhere near Slater Road If the hair stands
1: up on the back of your neck Don't say you wasn't told. If you hear a scream Or smell something that's turning your insides
0: so, is the skunk ape, is he all over Florida, or is, he most, or is he mostly in the Everglades?
1: In the Everglades, but also the southwest part of the state, down around Naples, that other opposite coast from Miami, it's down in that area, the Great Cypress Forest. Uh, that's where the skunk ape research headquarters is it's down there there is such a place we've heard about this from our friends who live in the tampa area that this place actually existed and it's real the guy that runs this place his name is dave shealy if you look up skunk ape on youtube you're gonna find video after video after video about this guy he's turned it into a cottage industry he's got a campground where he has a gift shop where you can drive up, get your skunk ape memorabilia, see the cast of the footprints that he made, see the video that he took in the year 2000 of a quote unquote skunk ape walking between two trees across a mm-hmm. field about 100 yards away and just superimpose it with any Bigfoot footage you've ever seen because it's just a you know gorilla suit silhouette lumbering across mm-hmm. the, the swamp.
0: Now, I did watch his uh, documentary, The Old Choppy Skunk Ape.
1: <laughs> Just one of uh, several quality films about the skunk ape on YouTube.
0: Hey, I was pretty entertained, but he seemed pretty put out about the fact that he had to run his campground when research was his main design, and hundreds, hundreds of people come down the road and talk to him about the skunk ape and how they seen it. So.
1: Well, in that documentary, apparently the... State and National Park Rangers send people to him mm-hmm. to learn about the skunk ape. They they defer to Dave Sheely about the skunk ape. And to his credit, he has been interviewed by Smithsonian Magazine back in 2014.
0: Oh, yeah. I saw him take a polygraph on the Discovery Channel.
1: How'd that turn out?
0: Oh, how do you think?
1: Well, I'm not sure. Is he enough of a sociopath to pass a polygraph?
0: Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> Making it to the Discovery Channel on these cryptid things kind of um, indicates the validity to me.
1: <laughs> Does the Discovery Channel have any actual credibility anymore?
0: It's kind of like the Learning Channel should be the I Ain't Got No Learning Channel.
1: Exactly. Didn't the Discovery Channel run a show about finding Bigfoot? hmm Where they would give out grants to people... Of like six figure grants for people who could offer real evidence, or who said they could offer real evidence.
0: You got to be careful talking about bigfoot hunters, though, because they'll come after us. <laughs>
1: oh, I'll bring it on, people! <laughs> <laughs> I've got bigger enemies than the bigfoot hunters. I'll just put it that way.
0: I'll sick my really wet dog on them. <laughs> come on, Rufus. <laughs> I love the serious accounts of researchers, cryptozoologists, um, native trackers going out to uh, to hunt the bigfoot, I mean, uh, the skunk ape, after a two-week trek through the Everglades. I wonder how much beer they took with them. Peyote. <laughs> that too?
1: Just go down the list.
0: The horrors of math.
1: <laughs> well, what really has struck me and reading about the skunk ape and the people who are obsessed with the skunk ape is the romanticism that's built around this creature. We've talked about the songs. we talked about the movies and things, but they can't even decide what this thing is actually called. Skunk ape is a term that Sheely claims his father coined, but there are other names out there and they're pretty funny. The swamp cabbage man is my favorite. It sounds like the name of an old Mississippi blues singer, the swamp cabbage man. Um, But so far, the the songs are about the Skunk Ape, not by the Skunk Ape. So
0: I want a song by the Skunk Ape.
1: I would like one by the Swamp Cabbage Man, because you know that's some smooth, filthy blues. (laughs) But other names they come up with, the imaginatively termed Stink Ape. Beautiful. Which just sounds like a slip of the tongue from Skunk Mm -hmm. Ape. Swamp Ape. Myaka Ape, M-Y-A-K-K-A. I'm not sure what that stands for, what it's supposed to mean. And another favorite, Swamp Squatch.
0: Swamp Squatch. Which sounds
1: like an intestinal disorder. It
0: really does. (laughs) Wow, they they really want to um, imbue all the names with that stink quality. (laughs) I
1: mean, we get it. Okay, the skunk term
0: makes the point. Yeah, he's pretty gross. I feel like watching most of these videos, I need to spray some bug spray on me because you know we we've, we've been in the Everglades um you know we drove after a convention we drove home so we were driving to Alabama from Florida and we decided to stop and and you know stretch our legs and and see see some of this up close we we were counting gators on the side of the road <laughs> they were just lined up in that Swampy area there, but when we finally decided to get out of the car, we we stopped and
1: there was a boardwalk. Yeah, out into the swamp, so we were going to check it out.
0: Oh, (laughs) it was folly. We read a sign, and then the air turned black
1: with mosquitoes—more mosquitoes than we could count. And we were at the southern tip of Florida. We were going from Miami. Uh, We were going to drive back up through the panhandle back into Alabama, and there were still mosquitoes in the car when we got into Alabama about eight hours after we left Southern Florida.
0: Oh, no. It was like 12 hours. They were in the car when we parked it at my house. Yeah. But um, no, the thing was, we, we walked maybe 50 feet from the car and then had to haul ass back to the car, jump in. And roll the windows down and fly down the road trying to get mosquitoes out of the car. It was it was a nightmare. But on the way back to the car, there was a rustling in the bushes and some grumbling. Or I, I thought at first that it might have been a hog. But now, <laughs> it was the skunk ape. He I'm, I'm sure. Ape I'm and sure. And
1: it unleashed its mosquito brethren. I guess I did not smell a really wet dog, <laughs> however. I was
0: less worried about a really wet dog than the thousands of mosquitoes that descended upon us.
1: You know, somehow we didn't end up with West Nile virus or Eastern Equine Encephalitis. That's a damn miracle. Or malaria, too. or any of those mosquito-borne diseases. So no meningitis. We were we were very fortunate to just be annoyed and maybe bitten two or three times on the way back, uh, and not accosted by the swamp cabbage man or the swamp squash
0: or the alligators
1: well we were you know we were at least a few feet from the water
0: we do have you know half a brain <laughs> we them.
1: live in gator country yeah we do
0: we, we do i've seen them wander up in my yard before you know they're lovely animals <laughs> What do you think is the most likely practical explanation for this skunk ape? Maybe a, a bear?
1: That's one of the hypotheses by the skeptics like us that have actually looked into this that it might be the common black bear. Black bears in our part of the country, including Florida, are pretty small. They're yeah. not going to get to seven feet. They're not grizzlies. And they're more nuisance animals if they get into things. They're getting in your trash or, you know, scaring your dog or. Stealing out of your yard—they're not—they're <laughs> not going around just posing for pictures and trying to uh, make Dave Sheely a living down there. <laughs>
0: well, I guess he said he uh, his father coined the term skunk ape after he was out on a hunting trip with a buddy, and they they smelled this foul odor, and I think one of them just ripped one on the boat or whatever, <laughs> and, and wanted to blame it on something other than him. Uh, it must be some skunk ape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: One of those guys was the original skunk ape.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, so it's just the,
0: a smelted, it, dealt it yeah. legend.
1: Well, anybody that's um, been stuck in this pandemic quarantine situation is aware of the Tiger King documentary on Netflix about Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, their war of zoos where they keep exotic cats big cats and that's just one crazy example of people in florida and how they are unnaturally obsessed with exotic pets large animals that don't belong in florida territories and florida's climate and in that part of florida where the skunk ape research headquarters is where most of these sightings have occurred there's an unusual number of primate breeding facilities, and this is real. There's a place called Primate Products; They deal in smaller monkeys, but they're breeding hundreds of monkeys for research facilities, for fun. I don't know. I don't get it. There's another place called the Mannheimer Association. That's a, a offshoot of the Primate Products Company that does similar things, and there's a place called the Center for Great Apes that has chimpanzees and orangutans. Now, orangutans are large primates. They can be very violent.
0: I didn't. I wouldn't think that they would be as elusive as the skunk ape. I, I think I they think would get up in your face. They're surprisingly agile.
1: They're so surprisingly agile. Oh no! In but fact, if
0: they if you see one and it's out in the wild, it's looking for food, it's probably coming after you. I'm scared of a big ape.
1: Well, there's a story of a couple who kept having things disappear out of their yard who lived in this area and they heard a commotion one night and went out and they got a picture of something and it's a big giant orangutan full on with the dominant ones with the big jowls and the whole nine yards. And that's clearly what's in that picture. But if you saw it from, you know, a hundred yards, then this thing had like dark fur. It wasn't the typical orange looking orangutan. Mm -hmm. It could look pretty intimidating. I'd be scared as hell. Yes. So, for people that think they actually did see something and aren't just making this up to run a roadside tourist trap, yeah, it's probably an orangutan, probably maybe a black bear. Some people have seen it, even though I think everybody in the South knows what a black bear looks like.
0: What if they're crossbreeding the bears with the the apes and... (laughs)
1: Well, it wouldn't surprise me. I just It's probably just the result of a redneck bet.
0: <laughs> Man. We saw the, the news report where the ladies went with beer and bananas. Mr. Sheely, you know what his bait of choice is for the skunk ape? I didn't see. Lima beans. <laughs> Dry lima beans because they leave a, a smell for a very long time and the skunk ape enjoys it. But he says when they eat them... You have to run because then they, <laughs> their scent magnifies.
1: <laughs> yeah, I missed that little piece of uh, information. Oh my
0: God, I watched this whole thing, y'all. But
1: it makes about as much sense as anything else that I read when, when we were researching this. But One thing I did find interesting is that even Sheely hasn't reported a skunk ape sighting in 20 years. It seems like if he was going to lie about it, he would continue to make up sightings.
0: But whenever people call him, he always gets there a little too late to see it, but he'll see evidence.
1: Yeah, I did see him smelling that piece of fur on a barbed wire fence and saying, oh, yeah, that's skunk ape when he smelled it.
0: I think it was really wet, dog. <laughs> you
1: know, they have actually had a conference for skunk ape hunters back in 2014 and 2015. I don't know if this thing is still going on, but I, know, I found documentation of a two years of a skunk ape conference, and that was held at a campground. So people believe anything. It's all a matter of confirmation bias, just exploring things that make you feel validated about whatever your little obsession is. And in this case, In the case of a lot of people, I suppose, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Skunk Ape, whatever, it's just a matter of being sort of counterculture, sort of anti-intellectual, as America tends to be, and consumed with proving people smarter than you wrong. So, this checks all those boxes.
0: Also, it's making your own reality, which is real popular these days. If I I say it, it must be true.
1: I don't think making your own reality ever really goes out of style. I think that's one that uh, is a big part of social discord and <laughs> and uh, the part of the eventual downfall of any civilization. So more power to the skunk ape believers and Sasquatch hunters and Bigfoot lovers. Cause
0: While I may not believe it myself, I don't begrudge people having fun.
1: If that's what's going on here, great. It really wouldn't surprise me, not that I'm trying to allege that anybody has committed a crime here, But it really wouldn't surprise me if we discovered that Dave Sheely was kidnapping visitors to the skunk ape headquarters, sewing them into old, stanky gorilla costumes, and releasing them into the wilds of southwest Florida to be misconstrued and videotaped by 1980s camcorders as skunk apes.
0: This could be the worst episode of Hannibal ever.
1: Or the greatest Rob Zombie movie ever. Run skunk ape, run <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> And you know, I hope we're We're right in our skepticism Because I sure don't want You know, a skunk ape or a Bigfoot Showing up at our door going, you skeptic son of a bitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just don't want them Showing up because they smell so bad That's
0: true too, I got Febreze But yeah, I don't want to deal with that so
1: If you get Febreze, make sure it counters the fe- Smell of really wet dogs. <laughs> <laughs> So that's our take on the Skunk Ape. We talked a little bit about the cultural impact of the songs, things, and um, the documentaries, but I actually came across a f- fictional movie on YouTube called Wrath of the Skunk Ape.
0: Wrath of the Skunk Ape. What's he got to be in mad about?
1: 1997.
0: And it's on YouTube now?
1: It's on YouTube now. Oh, we're
0: watching this mess. I,
1: I cannot recommend it.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's
1: about an hour long and it's basically skunk ape exploitation movie. It's like what? one of the cheapest chimpanzee costumes you've ever seen put on to some horny 18-year-old who gets to yank around two 90s beauties from Florida in their bikinis, tie them up, dry hump mm-hmm. them and before some middle-aged guy with a cigar a fake mustache and a fake gun shows up to rescue them and so you know all everything's flopping around falling out of bikinis (laughs) they're running from the skunk ape but this seriously the skunk ape looks like the worst costume from night gallery (laughs) Um, placed on the worst actor um, ever made so
0: well me too skunk ape you don't need to be grabbing the women and messing with them lord
1: yeah, it, there's a total simulated rape scene with a skunk What ape the hell? <laughs> okay, no, we're not watching this. <laughs> it's, Goodness.
0: It's, I'd rather watch Suburban Sasquatch because well, that's a gloriously bad movie.
1: Well, you can tell that this was just some bro dudes out, you know, to make a movie uh, and get their girls or some friends, some sorority girls or something in the bikinis and a reason to uh, cop a feel while in a chimpanzee costume, so... The the chimpanzee costume is so dead-eyed, it's it's almost disturbing, to be honest, the the way that it goes. So, it's disturbing for a lot of reasons, (laughs) but, and apparently there are other ones I could not find them. There's one called Skunk Ape, exclamation point, question mark, but I could (laughs) not find actual footage of that film, which is about a group of punk rockers in the 90s who get picked off one at a time because they go Camping in the Everglades, for one thing, pot rockers aren't camping, and definitely not in the Everglades. Um,
0: have, yeah, have have y'all been to the Everglades? And the skunk
1: ape play, playing his best Jason Voorhees and taking these little sinners out one at a time.
0: Wow! So I,
1: did, I could not find footage of that one. I tried really hard. Couldn't believe it's not on YouTube because everything's on YouTube. But um, if you want to see something really horrible and. Um, Indicative of '90s social climate. Check out Wrath of the Skunk Ape mm. and get a little glimpse into the window that was Florida in the late 1990s.
0: I'm more likely to rewatch Tiger King because you know Ballad of the Skunk Ape is no here kitty kitty. Well, there you have it. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a funny thought, but. We're we're once again skeptical.
1: We're gonna do something a little different as we close up this episode this week. We've taken on several urban and rural legends over the past nine, ten months. And so we have a really good idea of what's out there and the types of cryptids and haunts and such. And we're gonna do some ranking on a few different scales that We think you'll find interesting. The first ranking criterion that we're going to use is believability. So compared to the Huggy mollies of the world, the Alabama white things of the world, the Crybaby Bridges of the world, how believable is the skunk ape?
0: So we're asking, is there such thing?
1: Is there such a thing? Correct.
0: No. Is there such thing? We're Southern.
1: (laughs) That's not how I say that. But one way or the other compared to the other myths and legends that we've discussed, how believable is the skunk ape?
0: It's down there with the Alabama white thing for me.
1: I think it's more believable than that. I think there's more credible sightings definitely than that. It's a more consistently reported phenomenon. I mean, Sheely's got his facts together. He holds true to what he said. He's made it into a rare sighting By not reporting a sighting in almost 20 years, it's really, I mean, he's holding his water really well.
0: I believe something is being seen. I just don't believe it's a mythical.
1: No, we're not judging how believable you think it is. How believable is it compared to the other legends that we've talked about?
0: Oh, I'd say maybe two out of five (laughs) lima beans.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not using a lima bean scale, sorry. I think it is one of the more believable ones because it's being controlled by a single person. The narrative is being run through the Skunkape headquarters. He's even got the state park rangers sending people to him, as we mentioned earlier. And he's controlling this story and keeping the facts very consistent. And that makes it more believable. I think that's why it has more traction. I think that's why it has more presence in pop culture. We're seeing the songs, we're seeing the movies. And I think it is much more believable because of those things. Um, and so it is right there below Bigfoot in terms of believability and the following that it's achieved because of its believability. Not that it's believable, I don't think it's believable. But compared to the other ones, Crybaby Bridge has 50 different iterations across the country and the world. Alabama White Thing had zero consistency. Hugging Molly is very consistent because it only happens in one small town with four-figure census, and just a few people have ever reported it. More of a story than an actual encounter. But the skunk ape has had encounters over and over again. So I think it's more believable than the others. The second criterion that we're going to rate skunk ape on is threat level. Compared to the other legends that we've talked about, how much of a danger is the Skunk Ape to people?
0: Okay, I'm ranking this really high on my threat scale because I like things that smell good. (laughs) I do not enjoy things that smell bad. And I've got one of those Hannibal Lecter super sense superpowers.
1: You also have a really furry dog who gets wet because we live in the rainiest part of the country.
0: No, he lives inside.
1: <laughs> I've seen that dog wet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is pretty shaggy.
1: But in terms of being able to harm people compared to the others, how much of a threat is the skunk ape? To me, he's probably middle of the road. Most likely a an herbivore, not a carnivore. There's no evidence that they've consumed people. At most, they're pulling things out of yards, uh, smelling bad. Distracting hunters and rural drivers. It doesn't sound like they've actually harmed anyone, as opposed to reports we've had in, in other phenomena like the the white thing and Crybaby Ridge, where there were murders, or uh, Huggy Molly, where children died.
0: <laughs> well, okay. That being said, yes, he may be a gentle giant, but he is from Florida, and there's always potential. For Catastrophe.
1: Criterion 3. Affection. Yes, we're going to rate the legends on how much we like them, not how awesome they are, how cool they sound, but how much we as objective lovers of stories and myths and haunts think they're fun or interesting. So I'll let you start.
0: This one's pretty fun. Uh, He's got his charm.
1: It turned out to be really fun because of the songs and the movies and the fact that the Smithsonian Magazine did a story about Sheely and the Skunk Ape headquarters. So it was really fun from that perspective and just the very Florida way everything is described in terms of smells and attitudes and all of that. It it was a lot of fun. I, I, I had a lot of affection for the Skunk Ape.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I tease Florida, but I love you. You're you're next door, and I'm there often.
1: Like, literally 30 minutes from our front door.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we love it, but we know y'all. Well, there you have it, y'all. We love you, Skunk Gabe. We're going to insert some links to the songs and movies that we discussed here in the show notes for you, so you can check them out for yourselves. We'll be back in just a couple weeks for you with some new stories and a new legend. In the meantime, you can check out our new vlog on YouTube called Our Unconventional Life. And it talks a little about our family, what we do. We hit a comic convention. We thought it might be fun for you all to see what it's like for us around here being fairly unconventional quirky folk. If you enjoyed this, remember to subscribe to Ain't No Such Thing wherever you get your podcasts. And join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash ain't no such thing. We also have content available on Patreon, so you can check us out there too. Thanks again, y'all. You stay safe, and we'll be back with another one for you real soon.